It's our anniversary, and it's not just me this episode. I've got a couple of dynamic women with me, so you're going to want to listen in. You're listening to the Dynamic Women Podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Ralston, your host. Holy cow, three years, three years here. And uh, today we're going to talk all about the celebrations of the Dynamic Women podcast. We're going to talk about like, what's the future of being a dynamic woman? What do we need in this world right now? And what else can you look forward to? So first, I'll just say a big hello to Kathy Fester and Ahita Sharvini. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, nice to be here. Congratulations on the third year. Thank you. you. Yeah, it's crazy to think it's been three years that we've been, we've that I've been doing the weekly podcast over 150 episodes, five awards, you know, just this year, we've had two new awards. There's been the the second award from Feedspot for the 100 Best Women Podcasts. So we got that, that award. And for the third year in a row, we got the podcast magazine top uh, in the top 50 moms who either are hosting a podcast or podcasts for moms. And this year we got number three, which which is pretty funny. Like it's our third anniversary. We got third on the list past years. We got 22nd place, 17th place. And so third, um, who knows, this might be the best we can get, but we're pretty proud of it. And by we, I mean me and my team, uh, because I'm, I'm the voice that does the words, but then my team takes care of the rest. That's beautiful. Yeah. And so it's so lovely to have, you know, I invite my community and so nice to have some of our original dynamic women here, uh, women who I know as clients, as strong members in the community, as women I've interviewed for podcasts and summits. I don't know if I said clients, um, but also friends. And so it's lovely to have you both here, Kathy and Anahita. So let's let's kick it off. We're going to have a discussion. I'm going to ask questions that all of us get to discuss, but Hey, if you want to throw a question at me, I'll be open to it. I trust you guys. So the first question and this, you know, I started the Dynamic Women podcast, kind of how I started a lot of things with with Dynamic Women was people were asking, what is a dynamic woman or how do I become one? And so I thought this way I can verbally come to you so that you can kind of feel like we're having a conversation and I'm sharing a little bit about either things to help you be a dynamic woman or I'm interviewing dynamic women. And so the first question I have is just in, in, in your lives right now, what are, or who are some dynamic women that you're seeing? Like what qualities do they have? And before you answer, just let us, let us all know, let the listeners know a little bit more about you. Who's going to kick us off? I can go. Hey, Anahita. Uh, hi everyone. Um, Anahita Sharvini of Ask Anahita Consulting and I am a makers coach. Mm -hmm. Um, so the dynamic women in my life, uh, I would choose my mom. Mm. And the reason for that is, well, when she was alive, I didn't 
feel like, oh, dynamic. My mom, she was my mom. But as you know, I lost her last month. And since then, I realized what a dynamic person she was. Mm. She used to, she was very artistic and used to help her everybody around and she would teach everything that she knew she wouldn't leave a thing out mm. and now we are getting lots of calls from strangers that we don't know uh, that she knew that she probably taught them something made something for them and that's beautiful I want to leave a legacy like that yeah she she definitely was an amazing woman and what's really cool is you're already doing what she's doing did you know that Yes, to (laughs) some extent. (laughs) With you, with you switching into this new profession a couple, probably a couple years ago now, moving into being the maker's coach, you really want to share with others. And I know because of our conversations that when you would go to markets, you talk with the other vendors and you'd give them tips and you'd help them out, even though at that time you weren't the maker's coach and you weren't really set in that business role. However, you did that out of the goodness of your heart. True. I never thought of it that way. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. 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 You did. You did. That's really cool. So the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that also brings in the idea of like legacy. And when dynamic women kind of feel like they've, they're like, okay, I kind of, I know where I'm supposed to be. I've got my life sorted a little bit. (laughs) I'm like stepping into more of the person I want to be as well. Legacy needs to be a big part of that. Um, And even thinking of legacy when you're younger, I can see being really important. Thanks, Anahita. Thank you. How about you, Kathy? Wow. So I'm Kathy Fester and I'm so glad to be here today with you, Diane, to celebrate your third anniversary and your award. Wow. That's so awesome. Thank you. I I think this is a really big question. I love Anahita's story about her mom because my mom was the same. And it's Mm. funny how when your mom passes on um, or a parent passes on, you discover all these things you didn't know. Yes. And they gave lots and the influence that our moms had on other people, we were unaware of as younger people. And then now we're in a mother point of view and we don't know what effects or legacy we're leaving with other people either. I don't think legacy can be so much as an intentional thing, but just as that's who we are as dynamic women. And we could probably name a lot of dynamic women in our lives. I know one of the most recent is my librarian here at my workplace, actually. And she organized all of our professional development and three teachers showed up in the afternoon and they did their own professional development. It's not that we weren't doing professional development. It's just, they decided that they wanted to do something different. And I went to her and I just said, thank you, because she puts her heart into absolutely everything she gives to all of us as professionals all the time, even just minutes of every meeting and sends it to everyone. No one's asked her to do that. So she inspires me. I think a dynamic Mm -hmm. woman that have that have an influence on me are people that inspire me like yourself, Diane, you inspire me. Anahita, you inspire me. Our moms inspired other people. And I think that's just really cool. You know, I think for us as dynamic women, maybe have our eyes wide open and embrace those moments of inspiration and love and kindness that we're getting from those other people in our lives. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So maybe the legacy is too big of a question for some people to answer, or there's not enough clarity on that. But the simplicity of it, as we can take from your mom, Anahita, is just how do I want to live my life? Who do I want to be? And with what you're saying, Kathy, around like intention, who do I intentionally want to be? And so am I giving, am I thoughtful, am I caring? And then to move it from that and who I'm going to be to the interaction with others in the way of how do I want to inspire others or what do, what do I want to be a part of with others? And so those are probably two questions, listeners, you can, you can answer, right? Who do I want to be and how do I want to inspire others? And that probably will open up a lot, a lot around you, what your legacy should be. And Kathy, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do? Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a crazy woman um, <laughs> in all the best ways. I'm co-founder of the Gratitude Appreciation Summits International. Mm-hmm. And I am also a relationship marketing strategist where I help businesses make relationships, create relationships to basically build your bottom line in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm also a master teacher. I teach in school, obviously. I think I kind of gave that away, Um, but I've been (laughs) doing it for over 30 years and I love every minute of it. And yeah, that's who I am. Awesome. Yeah. And I can vouch for both of these women. If, if anyone's wondering, uh, we'll make sure that their websites are popped into the show notes so that you can check them out a little bit more. So as we think about being a dynamic woman in this day and age, with all the cool things that we are dealing with (laughs) above and beyond our normal requirements of, or responsibilities of work and life and family, whatever that means to us. So I'm curious, how do you navigate the world and everything you do in life as a dynamic woman, like coming from that lens, or what do you think you've needed as a dynamic woman to be able to navigate the world as we have it right now? And he can go first again. Yeah, 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 go for it. I would say resiliency. Yes. To uh, be able to navigate anything that throws at me. But the other thing that I think I was actually listening, watching a YouTube video, and I realized how important it is that to listen with an open mind. Mm. There was this lady who was talking, who was saying, like, when people are talking, uh, nowadays, a lot of people stop listening halfway because they're thinking of answering or they're thinking how they're opposed that discussion or how their personal beliefs comes, comes in conflict with what they're yes. hearing. Yeah. And before even the talk, before even the other person stops talking, the discussion is going on in their head and they're not listening. Hmm. And nowadays, it's it's a very hard time to have any kind of opinion uh, because you can piss somebody off no yep. matter what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I think more women need to be open-minded and listen so they can um, raise actually children who are doing 
better in listening and having open-minded, accepting others for who they are and what they believe, no matter if it's wrong or right. Yeah. Yeah. Resiliency is, is a huge one with everything that's going on. I know that in my women's group at the church, steadfastness has been coming up a lot. And mainly because uh, some of us stumble over saying the word <laughs> steadfastness because it's, it's a lot of syllables there. But the listening piece, there's there's a bunch of levels of listening that we learn in coaching. And one is to listen just to, you know, to the person. Another is to listen to us. Another is to listen to all the cues around us as well, though. And so are you listening just to yourself and your reaction to it, like you said? And he did that a lot of people are doing, making assumptions, not being curious, not letting someone even finish. Are we listening so intently to them that we block out the cues and the, the body language and the underlying words? So are we listen just, just to ourselves? just ourselves. Are we listening to everything? Do we see, do we catch everything in there? I think it's important these days because of a lot of the brokenness that we need to listen so much to their words and give them a chance to finish, give them a chance to finish, then ask a follow-up question on that to give them more space to answer. And then to look for what's really underneath. What, what am I hearing that they're not saying? Because there's a lot of hurt. Right now, I've had a lot of clients, a lot of people I'm meeting are like, I'm not myself, I'm depressed, life life has been hard, everything, there's a lot going on. So I'm so glad you said that, that we really need to be resilient and to listen to others. And then the benefits of that to our, to our children, those around us. How about you, Kathy? What other um, qualities do you think we need or what else do we need to navigate the world? Well, I think what I do is what, what has helped me tremendously in the last few years is removing judgment. doesn't matter whether it's judgment on a person or an animal or a plant <laughs> or the world, just removing judgment because yeah. we get stuck in like these that. boxes. And as you say, we're in a pretty ugly place right now now in the mm -hmm. world. And mm -hmm. I'm finding if I just take a step back and take a big breath and take in the now and the present, don't worry about the past, don't worry about yeah. the future, but be in the present, have that resiliency. I love that word as well. Um, have that resiliency, but take it one step further and not pass judgment on somebody because you don't know what's going on inside in the background. Some yeah. people are good at sharing others are not most aren't. And I love how you say listening. That is an art these days never used to be it's an art and it's a practiced art and i catch myself all the time i cut you off earlier on in this call i wouldn't <laughs> let you finish right because i'm already on the next thing but it's a practiced art right yeah. so i apologize for cutting you off Diana. that's okay <laughs> that's okay i totally do it i get excited and i just jump in yeah exactly and but recognizing that everybody has point of view and even if you don't agree with that point of view it doesn't mean that it's wrong it doesn't mean that yours is better it it's just be kind right mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think the listening without judgment and giving that space not cutting people off is quite hard because the world moves so quickly these days and we just want to get right to the point, not waste time because of our technology, our culture of messaging, just getting straight to it. And so, yeah, creating that space is so important for the other person, but also for ourselves. Be like, have some space to really land or to percolate on something. Uh, it's International Coaching Week as well right now. And so I've been immersed in all of these, all of these trainings 
and these different things that we've been talking about are are kind of bubbling to the surface in in some of the the trainings and saying that if you are trying to get over fear or get clarity or have extreme creativity or any of these things, you must slow down and you must listen. And as an A-type high achieving go-getter, right? Slowing down is not like for me, oh, that's a sign of weakness and I don't need to slow down. I just keep going and all, but it's actually crucial. It's crucial. So I've learned a lot in doing this podcast because I've been interviewing different, different guests, different experts, but also I myself have to reflect in order to share. Sometimes I share things that are vulnerable, like sharing how someone told me I was too much. Uh, and how hurtful that was and how I've struggled in different parts of my life. So I'm, I'm curious with the, with the dynamic women podcast, with the community, what's been a takeaway that you've had? What's been, cause both of you have been part of the community for years. And I, I value that because that means that you're seeing something in the community that's been beneficial or valuable to you. So Kathy dive in. Yeah. I totally agree. I think the biggest overall thing that I have taken away from the podcast and the dynamic women that I'm with, with your group is how informative it is and how supportive it is. And the need for that, I think is above and beyond. Like we need that in our lives and to continue learning and implementing some of those thoughts and strategies if they fit right with you yeah. and your values. Yeah. It's it's been a huge help for me. I can't put pinpoint any specific one, but yeah. It's just overall umbrella is just very supportive and very informative because there's so many different ways of approaching things. It's like my gratitude appreciation summits. Mm-hmm. Hearing gratitude and appreciation isn't anything new. So everybody has a different way of attacking it. And sometimes it's it's like a light bulb. It's sort of like as a teacher. We teach yeah. kids a bunch of stuff, but then you have a guest come in and say the same thing. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know. It's like, no, yes. right? <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was interviewed for someone's mastermind group. They wanted me to come in and talk about how I use my book to build my business. And, and he, and he says, you know, just share everything. Even if you think I've shared it before I go, but you've, if you've shared it, why would I go into detail? And he goes, because they need to hear it from someone different. <laughs> and how often is that true? Right. And sometimes it's because we need to hear it from someone we connect to more. Like, oh, now this is a woman saying it rather than a man was saying because he's a man or this is not my coach saying it. This is somebody else saying it. So or this is not my family member or whatever it may be. And the other part is we might not be ready for that information. And so I've been part of your summits, Kathy. They're amazing, amazing speakers, lots of valuable content, great gifts as well. Lots of stuff happening there, but am I always at a hundred percent putting into action what I could be around gratitude and appreciation? No, no. We need to have those constant reminders unless it comes natural to us. Yeah. Cool. Let's go to Anahita. What do you think? What's been some takeaways from the podcast or the community? So for the community, it's like a secret sisterhood that I'm part of. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that it's my it's my secret weapon yes. uh, that I can tap into for inspiration, for friendship, just mm. to hang out for my personal or business life support. So that's that it's been a great community. I don't know how long have I been 
part of your community. I, I have no idea. Six, seven, eight years. Yeah. I, I don't could, know. I could go back and check, but it's, yeah, it's been it's, a good amount I, of time. We, don't, we <laughs> both don't remember. So that's a good thing. And for the podcast, it's like an encyclopedia for me. <laughs> I'll go there for inspiration. And I'm not kidding you uh, because you don't know who listened to the podcast or not, right? And I'm not the kind, I, I listen to podcasts. Unfortunately, I don't go comment or something because I'm doing everything else when I'm listening to podcasts. But I refer to your podcast when I want to get inspiration, mm. when I want to learn something. And that is either for learn something for my personal development or for my business and organization. So uh, when I say encyclopedia, I'm not kidding. Uh, <laughs> I really, I, I go and read the title of the podcast and a brief description and I decide, okay, what do I need for right now for my need right now? And uh, I just listen to that podcast and I can't say uh, I'm guilty of not going through every one session every one episode but I pick the episodes that work for me yeah and I listen to it constantly yeah well that's great to know I have one listener out there that is listening constantly yeah because yeah. you're right it, I to be honest sometimes I think why do I bother why do I bother doing the podcast why does it matter like I'm not getting lots of comments on things but it's when people say what you just said or I was leading a training, the one I did the other day around the three proven ways to, what was it? Grow your income and your, your list without a big list, something like that. And one of the women at the end said, you know what, Diane, she says, I've been following you for many years. I read your emails. I show up at your stuff now. And again, I said, I know I I've seen you, I've seen you around. And it was just, and then just poured out of her acknowledgements of like, you're so authentic. And I can tell you really care about the people that you're talking with and that you really care about your clients. And, and just, I was like, it was so crazy because I thought, I don't know them that well, but they know me. And what I was most proud of in that moment was that I was being referred to in how I want to be seen. And that's not always easy. And that's why if you haven't listened to the, the two episodes, the one episode on society, stop telling people they're too much. And on the flip side of how not to lose your sparkle when other people are trying to take you down. This comes from my personal struggles, but also the struggles I see in clients and things that really piss me off because I see the hurt that is there in my clients and in my friends and in my network. And I, I have to say something about it. I, I just have to. And so where I'm hoping the podcast goes in the next year or so is a more edgy. Yeah. Just really like if I'm mad or annoyed about something to just say it, <clears throat> I've been saying it a little bit over the past so many episodes, but yeah, going a bit, a bit even deeper and raw in things. Now, if someone's just listening to this episode, because maybe one of you shared it or they came across it. How would, so uh, Anahita, you, you explained the podcast as an encyclopedia that you can go into and get information for your life, for your business. Yes. Is there any other ways that you would describe the po podcast and kind of your eyes raised a little bit when I said I wanted to go a little raw or edgier? What, what do you hope as a listener that you'll get from the podcast? So it's a double question. How would you describe the podcast currently to others? What would you say about it? And where do you hope it goes? Or what do you hope it stays the same? I don't know. Anita? Uh, okay, so it's a difficult question, Diane. 
Oh, okay. I would say an, an honest, honest resource. If I want to describe it to somebody, it's an honest resource of in the form of a podcast that if you want to do the work, you really, that's all you need. If you listen to all what Diane says and apply it, you get results. So that's the description. And this is something that another description would be, this is a podcast you need to listen. Just go and listen to it. <laughs> and what was the next question? <laughs> Where did- well, well, I'll I'll give you the question and I'll jump over to Kathy. And I know I'm putting you on the spot with the with these questions, but I so appreciate it because sometimes when people are like, "Well, what's the podcast?" I'm like, "Talk about stuff," you know. Like I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what it is. So the second part of the question, Anahita, is around where do you hope the future of the podcast goes? Maybe guests, topics, style, uh, any changes you hope to see. But Kathy, what what would you say about it now? I love the word encyclopedia. Uh, absolutely, keep that going. Uh, keep bringing on the information. I think going a little raw is an awesome idea. Um, you're a pretty authentic person. Just maintain that authenticity and keep building that information for helping dynamic women be even more dynamic. I think the trajectory is absolutely bang on. We need it. So yeah, I, yeah, stay authentic and informative. Okay. That's, yeah. Cause I think the podcasts are awesome. I spend time listening to podcasts if they're helping me yes. and I listen to your podcasts and they help me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, there's always the, here's the five five steps you can take. Here's the three ways you can do this. Here's the process to this. I always have to go into that educator mode. And I've been hearing from people that a lot of times podcasts are just stories, people telling stories. And I, and I like that idea too. And so I'm thinking I'm going to start bringing in stories of clients, stories of how they've struggled in different situations, not naming them, but just because the most powerful thing I see, and you've both experienced it in programs I've had or in the dynamic women events is that belief, the, the new belief, Oh, I'm not alone. Other people have this problem too, right? When you're like, oh, it's not just me that this is annoying or it's not just me who's struggling with this. I thought everyone had it together and I just was the only one who didn't. And so oftentimes when people hear that from others, it gives them permission. It gives them hope. It actually makes them feel a lot better. So where do you hope the future of the podcast goes, Anita? I will I will mention that. But before I wanted to say something else about your podcast, what I love, even when you have stories, is that even in those stories, you find coaching points mm. that yeah. you mentioned. Yep. Uh, so I can get better results from that story because uh, listening to a story could be like, oh, you listen to this and this person got to this, like she was here and now she has, she's so successful. But you don't get the point how what she did, you yeah. bring that out. And that's what's wonderful about the podcast. And yeah. I really like the edginess uh, that you were mentioning. Uh, yeah. And I think people are tired of the BS. And you're you're very authentic. And when you talk about the edgy parts, you put it in a very nice way that people can connect to it. So um, I'm looking forward to listen to those episodes too. Cool. Thanks, Kathy. I was just going to add the stories are incredibly powerful, Diane. Yeah. And, and I think people are wanting to listen to stories more and more because within the stories are a lot of lessons that can be learned. Yeah. And if we yeah. as a society 
if there's anything that we haven't have learned in the last two and a half years is got to listen to what back to that listening piece, right? Listen to the experiences of other people and you're a fabulous coach. You're able to pull those stories together mm. to something tangible that somebody can walk away with and use, which is phenomenal. I think that's great. Well, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. It's, you know, part of this of having this episode today is to really acknowledge how far the podcast has come. And also for me to have to be reinvigorated to put another 52 episodes out next year, right? So for for those who are listening that are like, well, maybe I should be a guest on the show. Great. Email me after you've listened to a couple episodes so that you know what we're about. <laughs> right? Reach out, let me know what you like about the podcast and then tell me what you like about you. So then I can relate to both of those things and then see that you would serve my community. And currently we are continuing to promote female speakers, women. Okay. The reason being it's dynamic women. There's a lot of places for male speakers and guests to come on. And just currently this is who we're serving in the future. We can, you know, maybe we do look to bring on, I meet a lot of amazing people who have lots of great things to say. Currently, it's a platform for of by women for women, and we're just going to keep that keep that rolling. So, kind of, I've asked you guys questions. Anything you want to ask me? Oh, Kathy's got her hand up quickly. Okay, oh, yes, yeah. So, you were talking about some trainings that you've been participating in lately. Are you finding that you're attracted to the trainings that they're all really similar or with similar messages, or is there a wide variety that you're you're getting from these trainings that you've been taking part in lately? Well, let me pull open uh, some of the trainings. A lot of them is uh, this week is the theme is around the coaching community and the future of coaching. And so a lot of them are, let me just see some of them. Uh, sometimes I attend ones that I'm really excited about, but then I try to attend ones that I'm like, boo, boring. I don't want to go to that. Things like understanding diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Like, come on, Diane, you have a social responsibility to attend something like that. And so I try to look at it in the way of what do I need as a social, what, what training do I need because I have a social responsibility to run my business in, in the correct way? Where do I need to be trained more to bring more to my clients? like a, a session called journey to coaching mastery, and then other ones on how to support my clients more in our journey together. So another one around uh, reimagining the coach client relationship for the future, how to get the most out of coaching, how to help my client get the most out of coaching. And then just for me, like for me, what was one of them celebrating living fully potent, meaning living in your full potential. And for me, oh, the worst, where's the tapping? Oh yeah. Navigate the future by tapping into your inner wisdom. So some of them are just for, for me, even though then I can bring that to the clients, but it's, so anytime I attend training, I think, Kate, which ones are for me and my personal growth, which ones are for me and my growth in my profession, which are for me to help my clients better. And then which are me that I just really should take because it it's the right thing to do. So also, even though I talk about working with women, I have to also be aware of different types of people and LGBTQ and being inclusive and belonging and making everyone feel welcome, even though I do very highly promote <laughs> it's dynamic women uh, and also be inclusive of men 
who I connect with and supporting them. So I'm, I'm always on a journey. I'm always open to learning new things. And this just this week is a lot of coach heavy uh, work. I also work with a speaking coach who helps me grow my speaking business. I also work with a counselor who just helps me personally. And then I'm part of CAPS, Canadian Association. Association of Professional Speakers, where I focus on uh, connecting with other professionals. So I kind of go all over. I think that's really powerful to know, Diane, because there's a lot of people that are coaches, but aren't necessarily doing the professional development along the way and looking for those little holes and avenues to fulfill you as a person, taking care of yourself as a person, but also your clients. I think that speaks volumes. And when you were mentioning it, it was like, oh, that's really awesome to know, you know, because I, I'm a big believer of lifelong learning and there's so much out there and how you choose what to invest your time to learn about is sometimes, you know, it's tough to do sometimes. Yeah. Well, thanks. And you know, it's funny, even some of the stuff I'm like, I don't know if I, want to book time in my schedule to further develop this piece that someone has trained on this morning. It was uh, getting over the fear of like connecting with others or speaking up against someone who has said something wrong. So that, that fear, but what it unearthed in me was what other fears do I have that are unconscious fears that are inhibiting me and my development and my growth. And so I asked the speaker, what, how do I figure out what unconscious fears I have? Because they're not prevalent to me, but they could be holding me back. And she said, you get quiet and it takes time. And you go, she goes, you go on an exploration and you work with a coach and you tell them that you want to uncover the fears and then work through them. And she's like, and then you welcome the emotion. And I'm like, oh goodness me, this sounds really hard. (laughs) And so right now, not the time for me to go through it just based on my energy levels right now. Right. And so I will put that down as a not for now category of learning. And I will be open to that in the future, but that that's going to take some courage to go through. Yeah. Thanks for asking Kathy and Hita, anything you want to ask? Uh, Yes, actually, I think uh, I have two questions. If I may, I think you partially answered the first one. The first thing I thought was that Well, being a coach, the wonderful coach you are and doing a podcast, it's a lot of work on its own. Mm -hmm. How do you find time to do all these trainings as well? How do you organize and manage your time to do all of this? (laughs) Sometimes I don't. And I like this morning, I finished the one and it was in Finland, the training this morning from seven to eight thirty. And then I had to get up, get ready, have my breakfast and then go to Pilates. I'll tell you, I did not want to go to Pilates. I wanted, and then the, the, I was going to bike to Pilates. Then I was not going to bike. No, I was going to have to drive the car. And then the car didn't start. And then I had to bike. And then I was late and, and I got there and I was just like, this sucks. I did not want to be here, but I know I'm going to be. So I, I have to give myself grace. And so this week I'd set it up that I would be in 20 different trainings over the course of the week. Cause I had the space and I had the time and you must create the time for training. I also do it in a way that is like, these are, these are live. You have to be there in order to get your credit where I have so many on-demand ones. I can do it anytime, but if I didn't put it in my calendar and say, I would do these and the likelihood of doing them wouldn't happen. And other things had to work around it. Now I booked this week of trainings after I booked this recording, which then meant that I missed on one of the trainings I was going to attend because I didn't plan that in advance. So I encourage anyone who's thinking about how do I add training into my life or how do I add learning or a program? You just 
you just have to book it. You have to put it in your calendar and then make decisions. Like there was, I was supposed to be on actually one at 5 a.m. today. And I was like, screw that. Delete off my calendar. I'm not getting up at 4.45 for that. I just didn't have the energy to do it. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to be good for this recording if I had attended that. And sometimes like I met someone, I don't know how I actually ended. I haven't been going to people's trainings for a long time, like random trainings, but something about what he was talking about drew me in. I then purchased his program. And we started like the following week with two days of copywriting. And I was like, I don't want to do that. My family's away. I have the house to myself. I don't want to spend two days writing copy. This is not, but then I'm like, what are my goals here? What are your goals, Diane? Suck it up. You're going to miss a bunch of things you wanted to do. You're not going to have a break. You're going to have to wake up early. You're not sleeping in deal with it, right? Put your big girl panties on and do it because it's important. And so I put in the time investment and the financial investment to make it happen and the energy, which I didn't want to do any of them. However, I'm glad I did. (laughs) Awesome. So my follow-up question is that what is your criteria for picking trainings? Good question. Yeah. Well, with the coaching training, uh, thankfully, the ones that I, I veer towards are ones that have already been kind of vetted by one of the ICF chapters in one part of the world. And so this person already has the qualifications to teach something. Now, are they a good trainer? I don't know. We'll see. A bunch of them haven't been the most engaging speakers, but their content is good. And they're already giving credits to it. So I know that there's value there. There's a lot of them that don't have credits. And so I just use that as a way of like, maybe not, maybe I don't want to be there. And so I'm using my associations, CAPS, ICF, to kind of do the vetting and do the work for me to decide. I also use current coaches and who they bring in and who they trust to just take out that, like, I don't have to think about it. Don't have to think about it. (laughs) Just go. And so I have my main coaches. I have another coach around my, like my team, my VA team that I, that I can tap into. And so I trust those people. And then I have to make sure it's not a shiny object. And so I have to really look at what it is and think, is this going to help me with one of my current goals. If it's not, then it's like, maybe I just can't attend this. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Well, we're going to kind of wrap this up here. What is the future of this podcast? Like what are going to be the topics? Who are going to be the guests? I don't fully know. I also three years ago wasn't having a podcast right? So I'll just kind of roll with what comes, but a couple of things that are on the horizon are the Dynamic Women in Leadership Summit, which we have coming up on June 3rd and 4th. We have amazing guest speakers there. I'm going to do interview style, interview format. Kathy, I know that you're one of our speakers, which is awesome. And Hita, we haven't talked about that. Maybe we need to. And for the Dynamic Women community, we're always we're always there online on Facebook. Hey, maybe we'll start doing, I, I had an urge last night to start thinking about an in-person Dynamic Women event to bring our community back together. Okay, based on Kathy and Anahita's reactions of excitement. I guess, I guess I'm going to have to do that, but you know, being online has, has allowed me to create more space for things like training Anahita and for the balance piece and and all that. So we'll see Uh, if you have ideas on what you'd like to see on the dynamic women podcast, please send my team an email team at dianerolston.com. And I'd love to hear what you think of the podcast. So write us a review and I'm going to send you a little something in the mail as a thank you. So after you do your review, please take a screenshot of it and email team at dianerolston.com with also your mailing address so that I can make sure that I send you a little something in the mail. 
there'll be a surprise. If you haven't hit subscribe, please do so because we have more cool things coming. And only if you hit subscribe, will you be able to get notifications of the encyclopedia podcast episodes that are coming your way, as <laughs> said by Anahita. So much love to you, Kathy and Anahita for being here. I appreciate you both as women in my life, my life and women as part of this community and, and pillars of, of who, who a dynamic woman is and what they look like. So thank you so much to you both for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So until next time, everyone stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, dynamic women for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.